What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. You can follow us on Twitter at Ethos Pelicans and at Lyle Swithenbank is me, uh, which is L Y L E S W I T H E N B A N K. Plenty to unpack today. I tell you what, we, uh, we last spoke uh, earlier on in the week and then we had a cheeky back-to-back against the Denver Nuggets and also the Minnesota Timberwolves. So we're going to get to that, but I suppose hot off the press, we're going to talk about, I guess, the news of the day, which, I mean, there's plenty to talk about and we'll we'll get to that. Hot off the press is uh, Zion Williamson named to the All-Star starting five for the Western Conference for the 2023 All-Star game in Utah. Uh, he managed to sneak ahead of Anthony Davis to uh, join a team of LeBron James, who will be captain of the West, Nikola Jokic, Zion, Steph, and Luka Doncic. Of course, the conversation is going to rage around, you know, who else should have been in there. But of course, as the three front court players, the two back court players is how they um, distinguish who falls into what category. And so guys like Jarmorant, SGA, Lillard, they all missed out. Davis, Laurie Markkinen, Sabonis uh, also missed out. And I suppose Sabonis was that guy that was on the fringes, played really well this year, but um, for the Kings and, and just missed out. I guess when you've got players that are popular like Zia, uh, sorry, like uh, LeBron James and Steph, they're going to always force their way in and take those spots over guys that are from the smaller markets. And it, and it really is difficult when you don't have the, um, I suppose, the market backing to get you in there and, um, I suppose, the league-wide recognition that perhaps the guy, the teams that are always on the national stage uh, get. 
Now, the controversy, and I'm going to put that in quotation marks, as I like to do on this show, uh, is that Zion jumped over Anthony Davis for the uh, that final forward spot. And I don't know why it's controversial. We know Anthony Davis and what he can do. And for three quarters of the season that he played, where he wasn't injured, uh, he was pretty average. He then went on a bit of a heater and played really well for about two weeks. And then he was injured. Then now he's come back and then he rolled his ankle again. So I don't know if he's back again. But uh, injuries are the great equaliser. And I mean, Zion, again, has missed a number of games with that hamstring injury. Otherwise, he's been pretty much healthy. He had the little uh, scary fall at the start of the season. But otherwise, he's averaging 26 points on over 60% shooting. So, and he's 17 and 12 when he's played. So, all of a sudden, you're looking at a team that's fourth in the West. We've got to remember, there's always that little thing. Oh, if you don't win, you don't get the All-Star. Well, that's happened. He's the best player on our team. And uh, he's been historically great once again. So, uh, I don't think the Lakers, who are sitting 13th, deserve two All-Stars. So, even if there's that. But we're actually going to unpack the voting because we've got that as well. Um, So, LeBron, basically... Let me backpedal. It's broken up into three categories, which are all weighted, which gives you a final weighted score. So you've got the player rank, which is all the other players voting for who they think should be all-stars. So I guess a vote from your peers. The fan rank, which is the thing that we do on the NBA app and I think should be the lowest weighted anyway. Uh, And the media rank, which is all of the different media personnel who get a vote despite how many games they watch or what teams they follow or anything like that. There's a number of them that all get a vote and uh, they get to put that in. So that then gives you a weighted score. Now, LeBron finished second in player rank. He finished first in fan rank and second in media rank. That gave him a weighted score of 1.5. Jokic had a player rank of 1, so everyone else thought he was the best. Uh, He had a fan rank of 2. So the fans thought he was second best, and the media thought he was the best as well. He was number one. Weighted score of 1.5. Now, Zion, who finished third, was player ranked third. So everyone in the league that he plays against voted him third best. Fan rank, fourth. So he's dropped a little bit, but remember we're in a small market. So it's always going to be more difficult to get those votes purely from New Orleans. You've got to get them from everywhere. And the media rank was fourth. So he was ranked the fourth best player uh, by the media who watch as many games as they can. And and he was weighted rank of 3.75. Now, Anthony Davis got a fan rank of three. Big market. The Lakers managed to get, almost get sneaky guys in every year with their fan vote. Um, Had him at, at three, which, you know, all power to him. The media ranked him sixth. So Sabonis was actually ranked third by the media, but AD was ranked sixth. So that's that. And then the player rank, which I think is the one that counts the most because the guys play against him, ranked him seventh. So he was ranked as the seventh best front court player in the West. So he wasn't higher than Zion. He wasn't higher than Laurie Markkinen. He wasn't higher than Sabonis. And he wasn't higher than Paul George. So he fell behind all of those guys And that gave him a weighted score of 4.75. So we can make all these comments and the like, uh, but I think the one that matters most is that his own players that go against him don't rate him as highly as 
perhaps some loud voices say in the media. Uh, and again, all power to you. But that's how it stands, and the fourth best team in the Western Conference gets an all-star. So congratulations to the Pelicans. Congratulations to Zion Williamson. His second majority, well, I suppose, mainly healthy season um, is a second-time all-star. So it's pretty awesome to think that the impact that he's having on games and, and on this team when he's on the court, he's, he's historical, and we knew this. But, of course, when he's sitting on the sideline, it makes it difficult to swallow. And the argument between injuries, AD and, and Zion, if that was going to be the great equaliser, should rule them both out, really, and, and put Sabonis there. But, again, we look at the ways it's broken up and who's in control of what votes. And I think, I think they got it right. I think, based on this, they got it right. So, I'm not going to go and argue about everything... I'm not going to get into scraps or anything about it. This is what it is. You get to watch Zion on the 19th of February in Utah. Hamstring should be right by then. Get reassessed on the 9th of February. Even if it's a week after that, well, I'm sure even if he plays limited minutes, he's he's going to be, uh, he'll be out there and, and that's going to be really awesome. Um, so that sort of segues into the second piece of news is that Zion's uh, scans came back on his knee, uh, on his hamstring, pardon me, no, his knee, gosh, don't put that evil on anyone, uh, on his hamstring, it's trending in the right direction, we talked about this when he did it, hamstring strains are nothing to be trifled with, nothing at all, You, you'd, hamstrings are a minimum four weeks, doesn't matter what you do, it's a four to six week injury, and the very best, most responsive hamstring that you'd ever get back from is four weeks, I've done at least two a year since I was about 18, which are uh, just amazing. Um, the worst, most annoying, fiddly little injuries that you've got in your hamstrings, doesn't matter how bad it is, it's minimum of four weeks. If it's a little bit worse than completely uh, just tightness, and it's a proper strain, grade one, grade two, you're looking at six weeks, five to six. So they're reviewing him after five, He's probably got another week of conditioning the light to make sure that hamstring's rock solid and then uh, you bring him back. Because what you don't want to do is rush him back and then have him sit out when it actually matters down the end. Um, you know, this, I think, uh, all-star break is going to be a fantastic reset for this team to just get healthy, get a bit of camaraderie back, get everyone just back in their proper roles. And barring any setbacks, we should... Be healthy. Oh, I feel scared saying it, but I think the way we're trending, everyone seems to be on the right page. If we can just keep the team together, bank a few more wins heading into the All-Star break, and then uh, finish off strong with this big push to April. That's got to be the goal, and it's got to be together. At the moment, we've seen 10 games with the big three. We talked about this way back, way back in the start of the season when we were uh, discussing it. Is Injuries are going to be the thing that equalizes this team. There's not many teams that can compete with the talent that we have if we're healthy. And it's always going to be the asterisk. So let's get healthy and, and finish this season strong. Really fight for that uh, higher playoff um, seeding and make sure you lock in home court. You want to be as high up the standings as possible and, uh, and really get the opportunity to, you know, have home court as long as you can throughout the playoffs. So, 
all in all, that's all positive, all positive. The other bit of news is that Brandon Ingram returned. The last game he played was in the twenty or the twenty fifth of November, uh, where he kicked the back of someone's foot and busted his toe. Uh, his big, his great toe is what they were calling. It wasn't so great, but uh, he he injured that. It then took oh, a month, and then they had a setback, and he was out for pretty much two months, which so tough when one of your best players, or his second best, or 1B, I suppose he is, uh, to Zion's 1A, is injured. And all of a sudden, the roles shift and someone has to fill that void. Trey Murphy did it very well for a while. Najee Marshall as well, before he got injured. Um, and obviously, CJ stepping up towards the middle of January and, uh, and Jonas has been rock solid as well, uh, particularly with that expanded role with all of the injuries. So he returned against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Obviously rusty. He shot uh, 4 of 18, which was not what he he wanted. You know, he was on a minutes restriction. You've got to get your shots up quick. You've got to be able to get into your spots. But what we saw were those trademarked turnaround Jays, baseline fadeaways. We saw him attacking the rim. He seemed to have that explosiveness. But he also said, I'm still sore. I'm, I'm still aching. My um, foot is still healing, but it's now at a manageable level. So that's what you want to hear. You want to see him get as healthy as possible, but also be able to play through some things that you know normally you would. He's had enough time to heal. I think the noise was getting borderline ridiculous at the end around the fans and stuff getting into him, but he's back now. And whether that means that he has to have a couple of games off uh, here or there just to manage it. Well, so be it. But if he's there in the major ones, that's what we like to see. And as we get healthy, perhaps the All-Star break will be a perfect opportunity for him to just rest up, get that foot completely right, and uh, and then we really fire in in the, uh, in the back end of the season. So, all in all, fantastic. We'll preview... I know I talked about the Minnesota game briefly... Um, we might as well finish off with that and we'll go in reverse and we'll finish off with the Denver game uh, because this Minnesota game was a bit frustrating. We ended up losing 111 to 102 um, purely from the third quarter. We slapped them in the first quarter, came out, we were playing great basketball, it was moving, everyone was looking great and we took care of the basketball, which we know you've got to keep turnovers low to win basketball games, you really do. Uh, 34 to 26 in that one in the first quarter. Second quarter, they start fighting back, and our offense uh, starts falling away. We were so three-point heavy, and as a team that doesn't shoot many threes, we were launching it. Didn't matter what position we were in or who it was, they were giving us a they were giving a three-point attempt, and perhaps that was one of Minnesota's game plans: is give you those opportunities to shoot those threes, and if they're not falling. Man, it makes it hard to score. So we end up scoring 18 points in that second quarter, which is not ideal at all. Um, and they chip into the league. Just knock two points off, 20 to 18 in that quarter in favor of the Wolves. But the third quarter, the wheels sort of fell off. Turnover after turnover after turnover. Uh, we had six in the first half, seven in the third quarter. And when that happens, you're just giving them position, uh, more possessions. You can't have that. There's got to be 
uh, a real concerted effort coming out of the locker room to do more of the same, take care of the ball. Play fast, but don't rush. That's been the mantra for the last couple of years with this Willie Green offense. Move the ball, play with pace, but you don't need to speed it up to the point where you're making silly mistakes. And if you do make a mistake, don't compound it by turning the ball over again. And that was something that was so frustrating at times because the turnovers came in waves. You turn the ball over once, they go down and score. You come back up and you turn it over again. And it wasn't like it was just the young guys. It was CJ. It was different um, veterans as well making silly errors because we were trying to play at a speed that wasn't what we were comfortable with. When you'd rush, you make silly decisions. And the length of the Timberwolves at times bothered us. That uh, McDaniels was fantastic until he fouled out uh, very late in the game uh, where we, we nearly snuck back. But the end of the day, you've got to win these games, because especially in the Western Conference. I know it's the second night of a back-to-back. You lose Dyson Daniels. He he, uh, he rolled his ankle into oblivion against Denver, and uh, you know his full weight of his body went through it. It turned at a right angle, and I don't recommend going and watching it, because when I watched it and then watched it again, um, now I can't stop visualizing it. So that was pretty woeful. But hopefully he, uh, it's not as bad as it looks. Haven't heard any official diagnosis yet, but I assume he's out for a little while. Um, so that happened in the third quarter. You're already down men, and uh, you continue to uh, to just make silly mistakes. The ref then misses a couple of calls. We're refing, of course, when we lose is woeful. Um, but Willie Green then loses the plot. He, he goes off. They get five free throws in a row. Willie Green gets himself ejected, first career ejection, and doesn't swear. He goes absolutely ballistic, but doesn't swear. The worst word that I could see that he mouthed out was crap, and um, no doubt he probably felt bad about saying that as well. And all power to him. If you can lose your cool and not uh, drop a few different uh, barbed words towards a ref or to someone else uh, that's angered you, you know, that's a lot of self-control, and, and I respect that. Now, I, for one, wouldn't have uh, been able to do that, and, um, you know, he's a better man than I, let's say that. Uh, quarter four, 26 to 29, we started charging back, but fell short, um, and it was a little bit of a little bit too late. Uh, you, you can't come in and expect to win games in the last five minutes. You can't wait for your coach to get ejected to actually get that fire in your belly. And Jose, great last quarter. Fantastic last quarter. He ended up with a, um, a great game. Um, seven points, and I think most of well, if not all of them, came in the last quarter, and there were some big plays down the stretch to really get the guys going. And then we went away from it. Once again, we stopped doing what was working because we deferred to others. And what happened there was, if you don't ride the hot hand... You lose that momentum. Jose got the crowd back into it. And all of a sudden, he didn't touch a ball again. As soon as some of the starters check back in. And it is momentum busters. Let Jose be Jose. Let Najee be Najee. He was so important to us. Cutting through the defense. And we go away from it. It's frustrating. You know, CJ McCollum, 9 of 17. 5 of 9 from 3. Objectively a good game. And he got some delicious open looks with Brandon Ingram. And that Brandon Ingram effect 
is what is going to see us further into the playoffs. Going to see us win games down the stretch because of the gravity. And that's something I want to touch on now, is that CJ got some delicious open looks, feet set, jump shots. Splashes them. It's awesome. That's what you want to see. You want to see this guy use his skill set. Instead of having to force shots or try to be a hero, he, in fact, started launching threes when his feet were set. And what did he do? Splashed him because there was no one around. When you guys come back healthy, everyone gets to eat because everyone goes back into their role that they're meant to be playing. That's what I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see Najee get to play his minutes off the bench. I'm excited to see Trey play along Zion Williamson. I'm excited to see Jose run that second unit. Dyson defend down there. Herb not have to be leaned on as an offensive threat. All of these are good things and they will take time. But we just got to get healthy and hopefully that will happen. So all in all, not a... A fantastic game at all. Brandon uh, finished his 25 minutes, 13 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal. Uh, yeah, as I said, inefficient shooting. But first game back from two months, it's not an easy thing to do. So it'll take a bit of time. I don't buy into this. Oh, he should be right straight away because he's not. He's already he's already said he's still sore. He's come back uh, because he realizes the team is floundering. Uh, we've lost a few games in a, in a row now, and it is time to right the ship. So, we're going to go to a break, we'll come back, we'll review Denver, we'll preview the next game, and uh, then we shall get out of here. So, I'll be back after this. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank, here on a lovely Friday. Um, 
We took on the Denver Nuggets two games ago now, the first night of a back-to-back, and honestly, first it was a tale of two halves. I think we've seen the headlines floating around. We managed to lose by one point on a play that um, honestly was just the wrong call. We went to Z- uh, we went to CJ who shot a three when you're down by one instead of giving the ball directly to Billy Hearn and Gomez who could have laid the ball in uh, with no one around. And you know you live and you learn. Herb Jones was the inbounder. He's gonna um, he- he's gonna learn from that. But at the same time, the plays for CJ you do what you're told. A uh, player that played really well was Billy Hernan Gomez. He's always played well against Jokic, but uh, he was he was great. He came in and, and really uh, took over those backup center minutes. That followed through for the Timberwolves game as well. And uh, he was great. He defended the living daylights out of it. While Jokic still got a triple-double, he had to work for it. It wasn't easy. I mean, Jokic had six triple-doubles in a row, so it wasn't any surprise. But I thought he was great. He gave us... 12 points off the bench, 6 rebounds in, in 23 minutes. Had a steal, 2 assists, 5 of 7 shooting. It's what you ask from a guy. And when you've got all these rumors swirling around a guy, something that was interesting in Billy from both Boston and Miami, uh, you need to give this guy opportunity to show that he is worth what people are going to want to pay for him. Uh, they say, well, why isn't he playing? And you say, well, he's a great guy. Uh, you know, he doesn't fit in the game plan, etc. Or whatever you want to make the excuses. And then when he does come on, he plays like that and he earns himself some more minutes. So uh, while we probably won't see much more of him come all-star uh, trade deadline, which I think is February 9th as well, because um, we're probably going to make a trade. I feel like we will uh, because Billy wants that opportunity and, you know, fair enough. He's done enough for the team uh, to allow that um, and, and be able to reward him by getting him that opportunity. Um He's been solid, and I appreciate what Billy brings to this team. So, back to the game. In this one, it was the second quarter again. It was an arm wrestle right up until about the last two minutes of the second quarter where one of our players, and, I mean, you can read into it what you want, decided to turn the ball over three times in a row, and perhaps that's from positioning uh, and bringing the ball across and then mucking around with it in his hands too much. But uh, he managed to turn the ball over a fair bit and it blew right out, which then gave us a big hole to fight back into. Third quarter, 27 points to 20. We start digging back into that hole. Quarter four, 24 to 16, but alas, you fall short on the last play. Um, And that's one that goes wanting. The top team in the West, you have the opportunity to beat them, really sort of kickstart your... uh, your offense again, kickstart, your confidence that you can hang with anyone and instead you lose to them, you follow up by losing to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And now you put yourself in a position where you actually have to win games that perhaps you weren't going to with the uh, with the personnel that you've got just to stay in touch. The West is so close now. There's actually three games between us at fourth and the Lakers at 13th. That's how close it is. You lose three, four games and they win a couple. The landscape changes very quickly. Memphis and Nuggets are already up over the 30 win mark. They're they're sailing, whereas we sit around halfway through the 20s. It's a a quick fall very quickly uh, between here and the plane. It's only two games between here and the plane. 
So you've got to start banking wins. And I know that the players feel that. They've got to have that urgency and they, and they feel that. But you've got to be self-starters. You have to be making sure that you are starting games fast and you're taking care of the basketball. You can't have lulls because teams will jump on you. Every good, every team in this NBA is, is solid. Anyone can beat anyone on any night. Look at the Orlando Magic. They've beaten the Celtics three times this year. They beat us. You know, even the bad teams are going to test you. And the bad teams are the ones trying to tank, but they'll still push you. You've got to win these games to make sure that you protect... And you've got to protect home court. You can't be letting guys come in and, and beat you on your home floor. It's harder on the road. I get that. We've had some very long road trips. We've had a lot of back-to-backs and five games in seven nights or something, which is ridiculous. But that's the NBA. We play 82 games. You've got to push through. It's hard when you've got guys out. Absolutely. But... As guys come back, when they assimilate back into the lineup and we get the roles right, we're going to be okay. So, I think I'm going to leave it at that. We'll be back chatting to you after the next game, which is in a couple of days coming up. And we take on the drum roll, please. Wizards, uh, we've got to beat them. Uh, that is a Saturday night game. Uh, and we really need to make sure... Well, it's the first night of a back-to-back. We get another back-to-back against the Bucks after that. So, lots of basketball to talk about. Uh, we then have the Nuggets, which is a national game. It's a late one for everyone in New Orleans. So, make sure you have a couple of coffees. Uh, you guys will need them. I'll need them when I wake up as well. But, uh, you know, there's a few big games ahead, and we need to win. you got to beat the Wizards, and you got to push the Bucks as hard as you can. Um and then hopefully we can we can get on the right side of the Nuggets. We're 26 and 23. You have to keep winning games because the teams behind you are chomping at your heels and you've got to make sure you're locking them in. So before I go, um, I was playing on Photoshop and made that little photo on, on uh, Twitter if you haven't seen it. I decided that it was pretty cool, so I might put it on, on a T-shirt and on a mug. So if you want one of those, you can go on my Twitter and there's a link there and you can buy one of them if you want. Um, it's up to you if you want, but I just thought it was cool. I'm going to get myself one. Um, so anyway, we'll leave it at that. Uh, this has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans. Stay safe, and of course, bye for now. How to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.